Welcome to a new episode of the Choke Slam Wrestling Report. I am your host, the Ultimate One. I'm coming to you live from New York City on a cool, crisp um, September night, um, Tuesday, September 10th, the day before we commemorate the September 11 attacks. But um, I think tomorrow makes the, I believe, the 18 years of anniversary. Um, and hopefully we could give a memory and respect for those that we lost on that day. But uh, we're here to talk about wrestling. And um, and you guys know that this week has been a kind of a slow week ever since the All Out, all the way to Royal Quest and the NXT, TakeOvers UK. Everything's been very quiet. Um, last night we saw the King of the Ring um, tournament semifinals. They had the um, three-way match between... Um, Samoa Joe, uh, Ricochet, and um, Barry Corbin, and I knew this was going to happen, and as we know, Barry Corbin won that match, it was a pretty good match, but then again, it's like they've been predetermined, determining it for the last couple of weeks when you had uh, pretty much uh, Barry Corbin sitting on the throne, putting the hat on, holding the scepter. Pretty much as they're telling you, it's like WWE telling you, screw you, uh, we're going to push Barry Corbin even further now. Yes, he wrestled Seth Rollins the whole summer for the Universal title and all kinds of matches. And here we are again, seeing Barry Corbin uh, on the brink of winning the King of the Ring tournament. Uh, news that came in today. Uh, Elias was supposed to wrestle, um, oh my god, I forgot his name, Chad Gable, and um, apparently Elias is hurt, so I don't know what's going to happen, unless Chad Gable is going to get a, a, a semi-final bye, um, I can't see nobody else getting in there, replacing Elias for that match, so most likely it's going to be Chad Gable versus Baron Corbin, you figure that one out, is it going to be a David versus Goliath? Um, King Gable does not sound better than King Corbin, so that's, that's something to look forward to. Also, last night we saw the the four horsewomen go at it, where you saw Becky Lynch and Charlotte team up against Sasha and Bailey. I don't know why they decided to put that on, on Madison Square Garden, and um, and it's funny because I kept hearing Michael Cole. Claiming, oh, MSG sold out, Madison Square Garden sold out, Madison Square Garden was not sold out. There was still 500 tickets left. Um, I put on my Ultimate World Wrestling News a picture from Ryan Satin showing um, pretty much some seats that were empty in Madison Square Garden. So I can tell you, it shows you that Michael Cole, um, it just keeps lying and WWE keeps lying about how many people they have. The only reason they bought Stone Cold Steve Austin last night was to sell out Madison Square Garden. And even with Stone Cold, they still weren't able to sell out Madison Square Garden. Again, the nostalgia of bringing the, the Attitude Era back just to sell tickets shows you how desperate WWE is. And I still think that even though NXT starts the, um, the premiere um, show, on uh, next week uh and i don't know if you guys know but nxc will only be airing one hour on the usa network and the next one will be airing on the wwe network i don't know how many of you got wwe network but that's going to be a problem for a lot of wrestling fans so people that's something people are not talking about um also um 
finally last night, um, after the Stone Cold Steve Austin came and they had the signing between Bar- uh, Strowman and Rollins, the fact that Rollins claimed that he's the, the best wrestler on the planet, he better start, whatever he's taking, whatever he's smoking, he better get off of it because the best wrestler in the world is Okada. PWI name you number one wrestling in the world, which I find that kind of appalling because you're not the number one wrestler in the world. You've spent most of the summer uh, wrestling Barry Corbin. You won the Universal title in WrestleMania by getting your butt kicked all over the ring until you slow blow Brock Lesnar. You, you're pathetic. I mean, you keep, the more you keep talking, the more people keep booing you. The minute he said last night in that promo, I am the best wrestler on the planet, People started booing in Madison Square Garden. So that goes to show you where Seth Rollins is at. Also, um, the Braun Strowman, I don't know why they're giving him a title match. Um, it doesn't make no sense to me. This guy has not done nothing. He's horrible. His gimmick has, his, his whole gimmick, his whole uh, storyline has been dead for the last couple of weeks or the last couple of months. Uh, he had a bad, bad storyline with Bobby Lashley. And that's that was all awful, very awful. Uh, so I don't know what they're gonna do. It's just then they're making the OCs, making them look real bad. Uh, the original clubs look like the original garbage. Um, it, it's just nonsense. Uh, I don't know what they're doing. And now finally, and finally, after all these months putting the Viking Raiders, which I still call them the War Machine. Uh, Beating up on jobbers every week, they finally got them in some storyline to be uh, feuding with the OCs. Uh, Cedric Alexander uh, now gets a shot at AJ Styles United States title. It is chaos. Now people may be thinking, ultimately, well, why you keep talking, rambling, whatever? But it goes to show you that WWE is in chaos. They 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 throwing they just doing stuff that is driving people nuts. Uh, and it's like. When is this going to get better? That's the question. And last night, they were slick. Roman Reigns did not wrestle, but they put him in the Connors Cure of with a bunch of kids. They hide Roman Reigns wherever he goes to a big city because they know he's going to get bored. This guy gets, he is overprotected. But you're not going to be able to do this. Once the, the AEW starts their show, it starts on October 2nd. How long are you going to keep protecting this Roman Reign guy? Then you got Seth Rollins talking crap. I'm like, he's the best person in the planet. No, y'all are in trouble. WWE is desperate. They keep bringing the nostalgia back. And now it looks like they, they're pulling everything on strings, whatever. It's horrible. Anyway, it's, it's a lot of stuff going on in WWE that it drives people nuts. So um, we'll be right back after this. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we're back. And we're going to talk about Sasha Banks. And the reason I'm talking about Sasha Banks because WrestleTalk uh, made a um, report that Sasha Banks has signed her contract 
uh, in May or after WrestleMania or before WrestleMania, a new contract. There's still speculation that nobody knows that she did sign the contract or she didn't sign the contract. Uh, right now, it looks like WWE is catering to her right now. I will be very surprised if Sasha does not beat Becky Lynch on Class of the Champions this Sunday. It'll be, I know Bailey's losing her belt because Charlotte, Bailey hasn't been able to do nothing with that belt. They've just been throwing her in the ring with garbage after that. And Charlotte, of course, Charlotte is the the um, the woman that WWE has as the queen. And she's the favorite for Vince McMahon because that's Ric Flair's daughter. You know, I don't know how long that's going to last after Ric Flair just sued the WWE over the, the, uh, over the man. Uh, being the man gimmick, whatever. Um, but Charlotte right now is the the diamond in the rough for WWE at front of the women's division. So I see them. Uh, I see uh, Sasha winning the the uh, Raw Women's Championship on Sunday. Charlotte bringing Bailey for the uh, SmackDown title. Let's go to NXT. NXT. Uh, Matt Riddle again is in the backstage with Heat backstage. This guy does not know when to shut up. Um, apparently, now um, he's rubbing the, a lot of people the wrong way. Nobody likes him back there. He's talking. Apparently, he went to Twitter. Uh, I guess he needed a ride somewhere, and he kind of pretty much uh, made reference to the guys who didn't pick him up, like he did garbage or whatever. This guy does not understand. In order for you to succeed in the wrestling business, you cannot be talking crap about your peers. And he keeps doing it and doing it and doing it. And I see Matt Riddle. He is going to, they're going to, I think he's wrestling um, this week. Uh, or I think the, I think the 18, he's killer Dane in a street fight. Of course, you know, they got to put, they got to overdo it with this stuff. But I see killer Dane beating him. And if he gets beaten, it's because they punish him. Because this guy does not know how to shut up his mouth. He doesn't know how to keep quiet. He keeps doing it, doing it over again. It's just ridiculous. The big news, and it's coming from Impact. Uh, Impact uh, Anthem was able to buy the majority uh, of Access TV. So now Access TV uh, and Anthem are now a partnership. Axis TV, who is owned by Mark Cuban, now is partnered with Anthem and HDNet, which is, I think, owned by Steve Harvey, if I'm correct, or Steve Harvey's involved in that. So it looks like Impact will have a TV uh, a TV channel, if not uh, Prime, but hey, AX Access Channel. They call it Access Channel. The Access Channel um, has New Japan Pro Wrestling plus the Women of Wrestling. So that channel, MMA, that channel is going to have a lot of action. It reminds me of Spike TV back in the early um, early mid 2000s when they, Spike TV had TNA and had the UFC. Um, so this is a good deal for Impact Wrestling. But my thing, and I wrote this on my Ultimate One Wrestling News from Facebook. I don't think the problem is with the channels. It's the product. Impact has still been affected by the 2013, what I call the AJ Styles effect. Ever since they lost AJ Styles in January of 2013, TNA or Impact has not been the same. They have not been the same. And it's, it's crazy. It's, you know, a lot of people won't agree with me, uh, but I feel that I think the, the Ed Norholm 
is a guy who's a bully. This guy right now with the Killer Cross situation, he is pretty much uh, um, just starting to to pull Killer Cross in a situation where right now, as far as Impact is concerned, next, as a matter of fact, this Sunday, Triple A is having an event in Madison Square Garden at the Hulu Theater, and Impact is the promoters, and they're trying to stop Killer Cross from actually wrestling in that event. And that's going to be a problem. And right now, Akila Cross has not spoken to TNA or Impact. They um, pretty much are talking through his lawyers. And it's most likely to look like Impact right now is uh, breaching uh, breaching a contract somewhere or the other. Uh, Impact supposedly uh, offered almost uh, a six-figure salary in increments of 50, 40, and 50, I think 40, 50, and 60 for three years. Akila Cross pretty much uh, he kind of turned it down he wants to leave of course Scott uh, uh, Bardot left um, so he wants to leave also um, so we don't know what's going to happen with that but it's kind of messed up that now you're trying to take the man's um, from making money when you told him in the past that you could work in the indies and now you're trying to stop him from making bread which is very ridiculous but we'll be right back now we're back and we're going to talk about um, the uh, what's going to happen with um, New Japan now the X X channel um, is now it's going to have Impact Wrestling because I know in the past New Japan didn't want to be associated with Act, with Impact Wrestling for the thing with the Okada back in the 2008-2007 when they used Okada as the uh, Green Hornet with um, some more Joe. Um, will they? I mean, they don't have no choice. They're gonna have to stay in access if you want to have some type of fan base in the United States. But uh, but as far as uh, New Japan is concerned, right now, the, another thing that's very interesting to me is the fact that Ring of Honor is gonna have. Uh, I think. Uh, oh my God! What's the show they're gonna have? Uh, I forgot the show. They're gonna have a show back in September 20 something. That same week, Ring of Honor is having their, their show in Las Vegas. Uh, New Japan is having their show in Massachusetts, Philadelphia, and New York, fighting Spirit Unleashed. So it means it's telling me they're gonna use New Japan is using only all their talent, and they're not using no Ring of Honor talent in their shows. What is going on between Ring of Honor and New Japan? Are they done with each other? Because that's something for us to figure out. I mean, they just did Global Wars. I didn't even bother to watch Global Wars because I saw the car. The car was horrible. It was just horrible. It's like it goes to show you that they're trying to grab a bunch of guys and put them together. They had the All-Stars versus uh, the champions, all the champions from Ring of Honor. Uh, Matt Taven versus Ed Volador from CMML. A lot of the matches were not that great. I didn't bother to watch it. I did not bother to watch it. I don't think I'm going to watch it. Um, you know, uh, the show they're going to have that I remember running across my head is Death Before Dishonor. And that's, I believe, it's September 27th or 20th. It's the same week New Japan is having their fighting on Leech in, in Massachusetts, Philadelphia, and New York. And now the question is, why is these guys not working together anymore? You know? Um, and I don't blame them. I mean, New Japan... It's right now they 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 rolling. They got the destruction shows coming up 
they got a bunch of shows that um, a lot of them um, wrote to destruction a lot of them attack team matches uh, Yugi Nagata they had the 35th anniversary show and that was a tag team match um, so there's not uh, all the stuff start rolling I think sometime in September 22nd that's when Naido will wrestle Jay White for the title uh, Ibushi versus Kenta for the certificate of the championship match I guess it's for the, for the briefcase so the right to wrestle uh, the IWGP champion Wrestle Kingdom so there's a lot of stuff going on with New Japan and um, my question is why are they not working with Ring of Honor has Ring of Honor stopped working relationship with New Japan you know and now and now Lance Archer is eyeing um, single goal with New Japan if this guy starts going after titles in New Japan this guy is almost 7 feet tall this guy could he is a big alley at 30 something years old he was probably killing Lee squad with David Boy Smith Jr this guy can move in that ring this guy beat Will Ospreay in the G1 climate and the first night in Dallas this past July so that's something for everybody to look forward to and speaking of Ring of Honor apparently Ring of Honor um, Ring of Honor Flip Gordon uh, was kicked out of Villa Enterprise. He's no longer part of Villa Enterprise. Uh, some fan said, oh, well, now you could join the Bullet Club. You know, now that you always wanted to be in the Bullet Club when you used to WTE. He in return said, oh, are this still a thing? Tamatanka responded, taking shots at, it's your company. Is it's your company is. Saying, is Ring of Honor still a thing? And then Tamatanga decided to just rip him a new one on a couple of tweets where he said um, you have a five foot two Mary Poppins umbrella carrier as your leader you have a wannabe Frankenstein who claimed he's not human but felt face first and open split his head open and split his wig in half um, pretty much Samatanga just burned him on the tweet and then he calls out Brody King saying Brody we need we need a guy like you. You a good fit to build a club. How about that? Um, that was a bad spot for Flip Gordon. Because right now, Flip Gordon, your, your, your boy uh, Marty Scroll, his contract is up in November. And he's going to be out at Ring of Honor for sure. They never put that opportunity to put the world title around him, and then they never did. And he had a great match in a three-way back in April at the G1 Supercar Master Square Garden, and then he put the bell around him. That's how much they thought highly about him. Instead, they put it on Matt Taven. Matt Taven right now is a weak champion. I don't like Matt Taven as the world champion. He, you know, he's a good wrestler. Don't get me wrong. I just, I just feel he's not bringing in anybody. You know, um. So, you know, Flip Gordon taking shots at, at, at the Bullet Club. Tamatanga is going to go and wait for you. He's hiding in these tweets. He's waiting ready to pounce on anybody that says something bad about Bullet Club. He called Flip Gordon a one-armed mercenary, which was hilarious because it is true. He's hurt and he's not doing nothing. Um, and the last thing I'm going to bring up is the Chris Jericho uh, podcast. He mentioned that uh, the private party went up to him and asked him if he didn't mind them using the uh, the Judas effect elbow that he used as his finisher. Um, uh, Jericho said no. He uh, he said he mind them not to use it because it's not hasn't gotten over before he passes it, which is a great thing because the private party, you know, I respect for Chris Jericho asked him. Chris Jericho 
you know, politely said no because you know it hasn't gotten over yet. Uh, wait till it gets over, then I'll probably let you use it. Uh, but which is a good thing. Chris Jericho right now is the hottest heel, and he's this guy has keep innovating the business. And now him and Cody Rose are about to go at it. Um, and speaking about Cody Rose, he had a, he had to issue an apology to because of an offensive chat chant with him. It was um, Cain Velasquez, Pagano. Uh, they uh, started, they did a little chant that's called something puto. Uh, and in Mexico, it's, um, uh, it's a, a male whore. Uh, I guess the LGBT uh, got offense to it. I don't know, in Mexico, whatever. And they say it was a kind of homophobic. Cody had to issue an apology and say, I'm sorry. But I mean, people nowadays are too, too touchy. Uh, Cody just decided to do the chant as part of you know tradition in Mexico. People just want to make a big thing out of everything. Uh, also, the last thing I'm going to say this is the last thing I'm going to bring up. A ref, pro referee was injured at the Summer Sizzler after being attacked by the tag team champs Shot Samuel and Josh Bodum. Um, something happened in the match that they decided to go and attack the referee for no reason. It was not part of the show. Uh, and the referee got injured and now he has to retire um, um the rep pro decided to push at samuels at um like a probation period where if he messes up they'll let him go but his tag team partner judge bowden he was released and they were stripped off the rep pro tag team titles so that goes to show you you cannot put your hands on anybody and especially a referee, especially if it's not part of the script. So that's uh, kind of crazy. I never heard of those. But there you go, guys. That's you have it. It was a short, short week. This week has been crazy. Uh, not a lot of stuff going on. A lot of behind-the-scenes stuff going on with the Impact now being part of Access Channel and the Killer Cross situation. I just hope the Killer Cross is gets his contract out of impact so he could go to AEW that's that's what I want you to come across is my favorite heel so so once again guys I want to thank you for listening to my podcast uh tell a friend tell your uh family who was into wrestling want to hear about what's going on in the wrestling business you can support this podcast also by donating a dollar a month if you like to I mean you go to anchor.fm and and, and look for the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. That's if you like it. Now you just support it just by listening to it. You know, um, uh, I'm also at Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You can listen to the Chokeslam Wrestling Report. I also have a YouTube channel called The Ultimate Number One Wrestling News. Uh, that's Ultimate, the Number One Wrestling News on YouTube channel. I usually put videos and telling you what's going on in the wrestling business. I have not put a video up since the all-out review because it has been very slow and I feel I'm not putting no video right now until something big happens uh, so I don't know if I'm gonna put one this weekend coming up but I'm definitely the audio always gets something new every week so tell your friend tell your family um, like I said you can find me in the ultimate one wrestling news you are most on Instagram uh, Twitter um, and Facebook you click the links on my ultimate one wrestling news YouTube channel and you get all everything you need. I want to thank all my people, my listeners from the United States, uh, my listeners from across the sea, Portugal, India, British, um, actually I knew uh, England. Actually I was able to have a listener uh, come from 
England that actually um, actually listen to the podcast. And I want to I want to thank those who actually listen to my podcast. I, I am very grateful and appreciate all the support. Once again, thank you for everybody for listening, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>